Dan Mitchinson, US correspondent. Hi, Dan. Hello, Heather. So you guys a bit worried about Omicron? Well, I mean, the, the president is. And, you know, I, uh, let me preface this by saying that, you know, every top, I guess, health official that I've spoken with in the past couple of weeks, and I talk maybe to two a day, has stressed that right now, I mean, this isn't, uh, or this virus isn't as serious as the Delta variant, but it appears to be spreading faster. And I think that's the concern. So uh, President Biden today warned that if you don't have vaccine shot, you know, we could be in for a bad winter. And I think what healthcare officials are concerned with is that this variant, I mean, following the Delta variant, it's going to act kind of as a one-two punch. And that could, you know, be the final blow for those who are weakened and certainly for the elderly and, and maybe just overwhelm our hospitals again, which, you know, was a problem last time when the Delta hit. What are the kind of numbers you guys are seeing? Well, it depends on where you are in the U.S. For instance, today, not too far from the state capital in California, we had the first cases reported in the uh, in the school system there. Um, you could be looking at hundreds a day in some areas, and you could be looking at maybe just two or three. Um, I, but I just think that, the, the, again, you know, what we're finding out right now, what we're probably going to be finding out in the next week or two is that this thing has like 30, I think it's 30 plus mutations that change the, the, the shape of uh, and and. And basically, it's just a lot more complicated than the previous variant. So I think that's why there's concern about this. We're all going to be indoors during the winter months. We're going to be around each other on the holidays. And then we have these vaccines that we're not quite sure. Is it going to hold off through the new year on this new variant or anything else that's beyond this variant? Mm, Yeah, fair enough. I see you've got quite a few people in the Navy who haven't got the jab, eh? Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, it depends on where you are. We have, you know, between 97, 98% of active military, at least in the Army and Navy, who've been vaccinated, but the other two, three, four percent are about to be kicked out. So that's, you know, six, seven thousand in the Navy, maybe four thousand in the Army who just said no. And I think with the Marines, actually, <laughs> it doesn't surprise me. I mean, you know, because they're, they're, they're tough people. They, they're about five, uh, 95% vaccinated. So, what the Navy did is they announced that any unvaccinated officers and enlisted who were eligible to retire and they leave the service before the middle of next year, they're going to be allowed to do so with an honorable discharge starting next week, though. And this is still kind of a bit confusing. Uh, if you aren't eligible for, I guess, retirement or leave by next year's date, you're going to receive a discharge, but you're going to be also let go for misconduct. And if you've been in the, you know, in the service for six plus years or so and you say, you know, that shot, you're still going to be discharged with a least favorable characterization of the service is what they're calling, which I believe is still a form of honorable discharge. But I just don't know how much ground those who who refuse the vaccine are going to stand on, because right now you have to get like 16 or 17 vaccines when you enlist, depending on where you're you're deployed. Yeah. Hey, by the way, Dan, how bad is your teacher shortage? We are in the midst of a, a pretty big shortage here. I think part of it's because of the pandemic and a lot of the teachers who are nearing the age of retirement just said, hey, we were throwing in the towel and left. And then you got the ones that are coming out of college and they said, well, hold on there. You know, we don't want to take the risk of working in such a public environment. The parents are more demanding. Uh, we've got more teachers having to pay out of their own pockets for supplies. And the biggest thing I think right now is just inflation. I mean, it boils down to money. And we're seeing this in both our countries. I did a little digging. I found out that primary school teachers starting out in your country earn between say 52 and 75,000 that's before mm-hmm. taxes and you know that sounds like an okay salary if you're living say you know in in Dunedin Christchurch Auckland Wellington Wanaka I mean you know with the price of housing forget it so that's really playing a big role I think for people who are deciding whether or not to go into this profession anywhere in the world right now along with all, everything they're having to take on since the pandemic and that includes new technology and distance learning and, you know, it's it's just a, a, a plate full of work to do right now. So people are just saying, yeah, I think I'll find something else. Mm. Dan, what are you doing for Christmas? 
I am taking some time off work. I am going to be with my wife and my kids. We are going to stay close to home. I'm going to have four or five days with the family. And probably after the second day, wish I was back at work because you know how <laughs> Christmas is like when <laughs> I shouldn't say that because my daughter can probably hear me from outside the office right now. But, you know, it's it's going to be good. I, I'm looking forward to it, but I'm going to miss you guys and wish I was in that part of the world enjoying your weather, too. Merry Christmas, Dan. You too.